Okay, we are in Sefer Yimriyahu, Perik Yud Gimel, Pasuk Aleph Ko Amar Hashem Eli. And we are going to see in Yud Gimel, Yimriyahu use a very interesting rhetorical or prophetic device. It's been used before, but it is an undeniably dramatic, even though maybe obscure, uh, metaphor. What it basically consists of is the Navi is commanded to perform a physical act publicly. This act is meant to dramatize a lesson, a mushal, that the Kaddish Baruch Hu is trying to bring to B'nai Yisrael. So we saw it in Perikhaf in Yeshayahu. The Navi Yeshayahu is commanded to strip his clothes take his shoes off, and walk in the streets of Yerushalayim. Um, later, we're going to see Yirmiyahu is told to roll on the ground in the dust. To me, the most dramatic I've seen is Hosea. In the Navi Hosea, we will learn, he is ordered to marry a prostitute, a known prostitute, and have children with her. Theory is it dramatizes the adulterous relationship between the Kaddish Baruch Hu and B'nai Yisrael. Here it can even be more obscure. Let's go into it and we'll explain it as we go along. Koamar Hashem Eli, Kaddish Baruch Hu says to me, Haloch v'kanisa l'cha ezor pishkim. Go and buy yourself a belt of linen. And v'shamto almosnecha, tighten it fastly on your loins. Ubamayim lo and with water do not rinse it, do not wash it. As Rashi says, kisheyu malezia, kidei sheyimaher liyurakev, so that it will be filled with perspiration and sweat, which will hasten its uh, deterioration uh, process faster. Buy a belt, fasten it on your loins, do not wash it, let it just putrefy with sweat, as it were. continues, I bought the belt, Kidwar Hashem, for Asim Amosnai, and fastened it to my loins. And now the Kaddish Baruch Hu comes to me a few days after and says, Take this belt that is fastened to your loins. And now go to Parasa, which we know or interpret as the Euphrates River, which is the border between B'nai Israel and Bavel, which is a very far distance from Yerushalayim. Go there, hide it in the cleft of a rock. But Aleph, I went, says Yerio, and I did that exactly on the banks of the Euphrates, Kashet Siva Hashem Osi, like the Kaddish Baruch who commanded me. By Yehimi after several days, Rabim, a lot of days, by Yomer Hashem Eli, Kum lech parasa. He's told to make a second 
round trip to the Euphrates River. Take this belt, which I have commanded you to do, to hide. But Elech Parasa, I went, but Echpar, I dug it up, but Ekach Esa Ezer Minhamakom, Asher Timantiv Shama, I took it from there, the Hine Nishasa Ezer, Lo Yitzlach Lakol. The belt had totally deteriorated. Lo Yitzlach Lakol, as Rashi says, Eno Roy Lachlom. There is absolutely no usage to it. What is going on here? So we begin first with the concept of a machlokis between Radak and Rambam. Is this prophecy real? Is it mamash? As Radak says, mamash. this could be a literal thing. Take a belt. We know that a belt of pishtim, a white pishtim, uh, is what the Kohen Gadol wore. It may have an intended portrayal of sanctity. The Rambam is adamant. The Rambam devotes a whole paragraphs in Mora Nevuchim, the Guide to the Perplexed, that this is not to be taken literally. In fact, he uses the very strong terms, these mushals, where Yumiyo is to roll on the ground, Hoshea is to marry a prostitute, is Masestus. We would never ask a, a prophet to dehumanize, humiliate himself, go naked in the street, roll in the ground, marry a prostitute. We, we, we wouldn't, but why would Hashem be subject to that? Because, says the Ramam, this is a prophecy. It comes to the Navi as a prophecy, as a vision to him. And his job is to now transmit his prophecy to the people. It is not to be taken literally, and yet there are dark and other Mephorshim say it may very well be. Well, does it make a difference whether it's literal or not? The yes, message is the be, same. If you take it literally, it's just overdramatic. Would the Kaddish Baruch Hu tell a prophet of his, to go marry a prostitute, have children with her, and then banish her? It's just too dramatically prophetic. It's prophet theater, as it were. And it just doesn't make sense in terms of the dignity of the prophet, of the message. So that the message is given to the prophet in a vision, and he transmitted. So what is happening here? He is to take this Azar Christian, fasten it to his loins, go out to the Euphrates, hide it, come back. It is now totally deteriorated. But it is a vision, according to the Rambam, that now he is communicating. Continues the Navi. Uh, he goes back. It is fit for nothing. Now, what are we trying to convey? This is what the Kaddish Baruch Hu says. Thus will I destroy, will I see that it is deteriorated, the pride, the arrogance of Judah, the pride of Yerushalayim. This evil nation, 
Hama'anim lishmor esdorai, who refuse, absolutely refuse to hear my words, bishrirously bum, vayechu acharei and they follow just the dictates of their heart, not listening to me, following other gods, la'obdam, that will destroy them, la'hashchos lahem, vayehika ezor hazeh, they will be like this belt, which has no purpose, no usage. We still don't understand, so okay. Is he saying other gods have no use? Or what's he saying has no use? Um, right, that it doesn't help. There's nothing they can use it for. There's nothing, like this belt, their adherence to other gods will yield anything. But it's deeper than that. Because what he's saying, Kikasher, now comes the payoff. Kikasher Yidbaka Ezar El Masnai. Ishkain Yidbakti Eli Eskol Beis Yisrael, Eskol Beis Yehuda, Neum Hashem, Liosli Laombu Lishem Utkila, Lezifores, Veloz Shomeyu. Here's the metaphor. Just as this belt clinged to the body, so B'nai Yisrael, I fastened them to me. I fastened them to me in the most intimate way, attached to me, clinging to me. And what happens? They completely disobey all Israel, all Yehuda, Neum Hashem. Liosli love to be a nation, to be a glory, they did not hear. Um, in other words, it's a long way to go for a metaphor, this tightly wound belt next to the loins of the person is to dramatize how the Kaddish Baruch Hu took the Bnei Yisrael as his belt, wound Kaviyocho around his loins, and they did nothing. They defied him. They are useless. They produce nothing. They deteriorate. And so, as we say, it could be a long way to go for a metaphor. Below Shambu. And now, Yermio slides effortlessly into another metaphor, and yet it is not without a connection to this one. Varmati Aleim, and now I say to B'nai Israel, as Hadorah Hazer, Ko Amar Hashem Aloke Israel, Ko Nevel Yimalei Yayin. Every earthenware jar is filled with wine. See, they said, Do we not know that the earthenware vessel contains wine? What are we saying? We fill the earthenware vessel with wine, and an earthenware vessel absorbs the wine. It is filled with it. It goes into the cracks. It goes into the interior, etc. And therefore, the Amorelecha of the Amarti Alehim, Koamar Shem, Hinanima Male, as Koyoshreha or as Hazos, as Hamlochim, Hayoshrim, Ludovid Alkiso, Vesakohanim, Vesanavim, Veskoyoshri Yushalayim, Shikorom. The metaphor is I am making Israel with its consumption of this wine that leaks into every crevice, I am making them like drunkards. They will lose their judgment. They will lose their discretion. And why this metaphor, say the Mephoshim, and why is it related? 
the people were so abusive of that first example of um, tie the, the belt to your loins and let it sweat into deterioration. I say, he had to be drunk. Yirion had to be drunk. Now he's going to show B'nai Yisrael what drunkenness is, what the inability to make judgments is. And I am going to, it's going to affect your Kohanim, the Nevi'im, the dwellers of Yerushalayim, drunk. They will have lost their ability to make sane, rational judgments. And now what happens, if you move those jugs, those earthenware vessels, they will break one against the other. There will be dissension, a drunken descent into complete dissension among brothers and citizens. I will not pity them. Below Arachain, no compassion, Mehashkisam, to destroy it. So Shimon Hazinu, listen to me. Don't dwell on your arrogance, your haughtiness, because Hashem is speaking to you. Give Kaddish Baruch your respect. But before it becomes so irretrievably dark, darkness is a metaphor, of course, for the exile and the punishment. But what you can grasp from this, notwithstanding all of this, here's a rope, here's an opportunity. Before it gets dark, before you are consumed, where your legs break, as it were, on the mountains in the dark, and you will look for light, there will be just death and darkness. In other words, it's not too late. If you do not listen, you will be killed, you will lose your life because of this terrible haughtiness, this terrible arrogance. And now, we're not clear, is this Yimriyo saying, when this happens, my eyes will just uncontrollably drop tears in the secret place, because it could mean the Kaddish Baruch And the Mephoshim say, yes, the Kaddish Baruch has a secret place, where he goes to just cry from the bitterness that he's forced to inflict on B'nai Yisrael. And so, Emir Tzachem, a very stark ending, but yet there is a light. Tomorrow, Emir Tzachem 845, we will see how B'nai Yisrael can still, at the death destruction, at the doors of death destruction, can save themselves. 845 a.m. tomorrow, Adkan.